Have you ever wondered what the FBI thinks a serial killer is? Today, we go into the FBI website and find out what a serial killer is to them. and gentlemen of all ages boys and girls thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of angry meat production we appreciate you coming in and letting us be a part of your lives week in and week out we hope to do our best to present you with something that your eardrums delight in whether you're looking at us on youtube or rumble or listening to us on spotify Google, or Anchor, or any of the other podcast services that we are currently on or trying to get on. We thank you. And if you don't mind, at the end of every episode, stop by. Leave us a comment. Leave us a like. If it asks for five stars, we'll take five stars, even if you don't like us. Five stars are what it's all about. With that being said, we hope you enjoy our attempt to make our advocation, our vocation. Ladies and gentlemen, let the games begin. Welcome, Angry Faithful. Thank you very much for coming in and uh, listening to me again. And if you're a uh, repeating customer, type two. Now, what we're going to do is uh, I got a... I had a weird weekend this weekend, so I'm gonna. I'm pretty much uh, covering this like way earlier than I usually do. Uh, I just got done with the uh, nerd sports episode, so uh, yes, we are gonna go on the FBI dot uh, gov, and you look at this yourself. If you want to uh, come along with us on this journey, but uh, they talk about serial murderers. Uh, the reason why I was going to do the one about uh, uh, Austin, who just recently, I think it was like a hundred. Let me go. I, I, like I am always, I am very unprepared. So, because I mean, Austin had a new serial killer, which uh, first known serial killer in 138 years. Uh, but it's still in basic uh, court case and everything like that. He supposedly killed two that they know of and 12 more that he's suspected of. So uh, more about that case later on. We'll, we'll get around to that as soon as it's uh, done processing. Uh, we do that every once in a while where, you know, we kind of just, see uh someone uh on the news and whatnot and we'll cover them real quick uh this is one of those ones i was just like ah i don't want to phone this in but we'll go ahead and uh get this done i got I had to pick up my daughter this weekend that's the whole reason why i am uh doing it this way uh i didn't really i had a couple of killers that i was going over but i really wanted to get their uh 
I think that is. That's French. Yeah, I probably fucked that up really bad. But uh, we were, we are uh, going in and uh, pretty much just we're gonna talk about there. They have this. Uh, I guess it's uh, the thing is called serial murder. Uh, it's a view printable uh version PDF. Uh Siri Mulder Motor uh disciplinary prospects for investigators. Uh behavior uh behavior analysis, National Center for Analysis of Violent Crimes. Uh they have a f- couple of editors, co-editors. It, it looks like it was actually professionally done by a couple of units. Uh, also, the Bureau of Tobacco and uh, uh, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. I thought it was just ATF, but uh, they have a message for. I'm not going to go over the message director, the acknowledgments, the forward, all that stuff. Uh, we are going to go the definition of the serial mother and casuals. We're going to do it a little bit briefly. Uh, De- definition of a serial murderer in the past 30 years, multiple definitions of serial murderers or serial killers. We'll just call it serial killers or serial murderers so I can get through this. Uh, have been used by law enforcement, academia, and researchers in clinications. Man, they have weird words on here. Let me see if Stephen Hockey could wake him up real quick. And Clinicians. Clinicians. That's a weird word. While these definitions do share several common themes, they differ in specific requirements, such as the number of murders involved and the type of motivations and uh, temporal aspects of the murders. To address these discrepancies, uh, attendees at the Serial Murder Symposiums examine the variations in order to develop a, sal- a single definition for a serial murderer. Most definitions require a period of time between the murderers. The break in time uh, was necessary to disguise between the mass murderer and the serial murderer. Ma- uh, serial uh, murder requires a temporal separation between the different murders, temporal being time. Uh, they use big words in this. You know, I know I'm going to do this and I'm I'm veering off a little bit, but we'll get back in track in a little bit. But I hate to say this, a lot of people, even as a journal, uh, doing journalism and everything for like, you know, uh, a semester, uh, using big words is a big no-no in any kind of, uh, thing. Uh, the reason why is because most of the people that are actually going to read your article, read your stuff is, uh, lower intelligent. And even in something like this, you don't want to use big words only because, I mean, you could be a, like a super physical uh, professor, but a professor, but you don't know certain words. It's a, you could be, what I'm trying to say is you could be very intelligent, but the problem with using big words is a lot of people don't understand or, uh, know what they are reading they have to look it up you don't want to uh get rid of your audience that way but uh 
I read a lot, so temporal is uh, time. Uh, temporal separation between the uh, difference of the murderers. Uh, let's get back on here. Uh, which was described as separate occasions, cooling off period, or emotion, uh, emotional cooling off period. What they're trying to say on this one. And this is just not opinion. This is just what I'm reading. So, like I said, I'm... Most of my audience don't understand this. Uh, but if you do, leave a comment. You understand and you like what you're hearing. If not, you know, leave a bad one. And if you're the vampire of uh, Dusseldorf, I've been practicing my vampire hunting skills. I'm coming for you. Just a joke. Anyways, uh, basically what they're saying is this, sometimes the serial killer takes a little bit of time between kills. Uh, they've so, uh, what I've been reading about some of the serial killers and everything is the basic fact of uh, they get the rocks off. We'll just say it that way. They get the rocks off, or they. Uh, I'm trying to think of a word that's not big, so I don't pretty much uh, go and get to what I'm actually saying. Uh, or what what I was actually describing. You want to use small words. Uh, they get their rocks off early. We'll just say that. We'll, they get their rocks off. Uh, and then they, they, they cool down. They're like, ah, yeah. I mean, there's some of the killers that actually, uh, they murdered the person and then, uh, they practiced necrophilia and they, they were done. They, they got their jollies off. Several of the killers that I've already went over, that's how, that's how they, uh, get their sexuality, uh, uh, and rocks off. That's how they get the rocks off. Uh, but uh, generally, mass murders describes the number of murderers for more occurring during the same instance. Uh, what they're trying to describe on this is basically if, uh, like, a lot of people are uh, the the school shootings which they're highly publicized which they're not publicizing a lot of the mass shootings that happen in like chicago on a very almost daily basis if you actually look at the uh map of shootings in chicago and uh, the article I was reading was uh the map the the shootings in chicago versus the shootings by police and you have almost the entire Chicago area in red of the uh, sh uh, shootings there. And you have uh, like splatters of uh, police uh, shootings there. Uh, basically, what they're saying is uh, if you go into like, uh, it's like I had. I had one here in Wichita Falls guy. I was at Hastings at the time. Uh, guy with a shotgun was shooting up the place. Luckily, there wasn't that many casualties at that place, but he went over to the, at the time was called Toby's. Uh, went over there and uh, shot the uh, security guard and a bunch of other people there. And then rode off. He, he, it was, 
he he didn't take time away from the killings. He went in and he was just keep on going, keep on going, going to do this, going to do it this way. Uh, that's that's basically what they're talking about. The mass shoot, uh, mass shooting or a mass murderer, uh, as this article uh, wants to uh, uh, say, is basically what they're doing is uh, they are killing no matter what. Like Hitler couldn't be, con- I mean, I want to cover Hitler, but I have to find a way to actually, uh, we're just going to cover Hitler and not the war. Cause if you cover the war, um, you, there's a lot of people that cover world war two just as a side gig, uh, for a podcast. And some of them are good. Some of them are bad. Like my podcast, I wouldn't say it's the greatest in the world. I've heard the greatest in the world. But we're going uh, going on that. Uh, but that was at least one attempt to formalize the definition of serial murder through legal, uh, legalization. In 1998, a federal law, a federal law, was passed by U.S. Uh, United States Congress titled "Protection of Children from Sexual Predators Act of 1998." which the law includes the definition of serial killer. The term serial killering, that's how it's actually pronounced. I can be smart and so stupid at the same time. I I don't know if that's actually right. It could be, you know, they apparently went to college for that. Uh, The term serial killering, killings, okay, serial killings, uh, means a series of three or more killings, not less than one of which was committed within the United States, having uh, common characteristics such as to suggest he's responsible, possibly that the crimes were committed by the, the same actor or actors, uh, same uh, killer, I guess. Although the federal law provided a definition of serial murder, it is limited in its application. Uh, the purpose of the definition was to set forth uh, criteria establishing when the FBI could assist local law enforcement agencies with their investigation of serial uh, murder cases. It, it was uh, not intended to be a general definition for serial murders. The uh, synapses, the tenants, reviews, uh, previous definitions, and the extensions discussion, the pros and cons, and number of years variations. The consensus of this, oh, it's just about the symposium. Uh, sorry, I get I get it on a roll. I keep on going, but uh, the different definition groups of symposium agree on a number of similar factors to be included in the definition. These include one or more offenders, two or more murder victims. Uh, incidents should uh, be occurring in separate events at separate times. Uh, the time period between murder, separate uh, serial murder from mass murder, and combining the various ideas, but forth at the symposium, the following definition was crafted. I like, uh, man, this is just really, uh, I should have paid for this. Uh, serial murders. <laughs> Because it has some very, it's very wordy. Uh, and that's a word. Yes, very wordy. Uh, serial murder is the unlawful killing of two or more victims by the same offender in separate events. I guess what they're trying to get at is if, say, I murder a couple, 
Uh, and then the next week, I kill another couple, and then month or two years down the road, I kill another couple or another person. I, I would be considered a serial killer. But if I go up to uh, a hotel and going floor to floor to floor to floor and just start opening doors and killing people, I would be a mass murderer at that point. Uh, but if I take my time and uh, wait a little while to let the... You know, a lot of serial killers, they'll kill and take in in the moment. And they'll revisit the body they just killed, which happens a lot. But let's go on. Uh, following the arrest of a serial killer, the question is always asked, how did this person become a serial murderer? The answer lies in the development of individual uh, from birth to adulthood. Specifically, the behavior a person displays in uh, influenced by uh, life's experience as well as certain biological factors. Serial murderers, like uh, serial murderers, uh, like all human beings, are product of their uh, heredity, their upbringing, and the choices that they make through the development. Uh, casually, as it relates to the development of serial murderers was discussed in length about the, the symposium by the attendees. Uh, what, well, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they'll go in more depth. I'm just going to make this a little bit quicker. Uh, what they're probably describing is the basic fact of, um, I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, like uh, the three, uh, most psychologists, the three uh, events uh, that they, I, I don't know if they still do it and we'll probably figure out this whole thing uh, together. But uh, the three, uh, what Andrea from uh, Up uh, up All Night, uh, Up Late uh, from Night Shift podcast, uh, what she was trying to describe was the, uh, the threes, uh, the bedwetting, uh, the mutilation of animals, and then uh, what was the third one? I think the third one is how they describe their name. Most most serial killers have more than two names when they're actually in the uh, public eye. I guess it's just the documentation. But there's a third one. Oh, uh, abusive family. I'm sorry. Uh, abusive family, uh, mutilation of animals, and bedwetting. Those are the three tri uh, trifecta of a serial killer. And uh, most serial killers do have, like, uh, their mom's a prostitute, and so they go after women and prostitutes. Uh, uh, they they were uh, hurt, or they have, like, uh, uh, what, what do you call it? Uh, uh, defunctional sex life. Uh, there, there's a lot of uh factors that go in as uh we do research on these uh killers that happens i mean the german ones two two out of three were had sex with farm animals so it's 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 it's, uh, it's 
It's weird. Uh, casually can be defined as a complex process based on biological, social, societal, uh, and environmental factors. In addition, these factors, individual, we'll see three factors, uh, individuals have the ability to choose to engage in certain behaviors, which I've always said in, uh, in our uh, goings uh, um, on these killers and everything like that. Uh, they have the ability to stop themselves, but they choose not to. Uh, uh, choose to engage in certain behaviors. These collective outcomes of all these influences separates individual behaviors from genetic uh, human behavior since it is not possible to identify all of the factors that influence uh, normal human behavior. It is similar, uh, is not possible to identify all factors that influence an individual to become a serial murderer. Uh, again, uh, in, in the comment I said earlier is the, I read that where the person is able to stop themselves. Uh, and if you come at me in the comments and say, no, these people were messed up in the begin with, uh, they stopped themselves from, uh, a very long time and they had to, uh, basically gain the confidence to start doing this. That that's that if you can say, Hey, maybe this is not right. And this is wrong. I shouldn't do this constantly in your head. I mean, even the, uh, was it Ed Kemper? I think it was, no, it, it was, Ed, Ed, it was definitely Ed Kemper. Hold on. see here Ed okay yeah ed kemper uh he literally said in one interview that if he just killed his mother he wouldn't he wouldn't have been a serial killer he would just he would have gotten the compulsions right out of him uh he should have started with her but he didn't uh and that's probably a really horrible thing to say but uh Killing one person is just not is is just you know killing one person is still wrong, but if he had to actually kill his mother, there's a possible there's no possibility. Uh, a lot of the uh, killings would have stopped. Period. And he even said, "It's like if I just killed my mother, I would have not have killed more." So. Uh, human beings are in a uh, constant state of development from the movement of uh, com uh, compulsion until death. Behavior reflected by these uh, stimulations uh, received and processed the central nervous system. Neurobiologists believe that our nervous systems are environmentally sensitive, thereby allowing individuals' nervous systems to shape throughout their lifetime. Okay, let's read what they're going. Uh, the development of social coping mechanisms begin early in life and continue to progress as children learning to uh, enact negotiate uh, adequate coping mechanisms results in violent behavior. 
uh, neglect and abuse in childhood have been shown to contribute to an increased risk of future violence. Substance abuse can and does lead to increased aggressions and violence. Uh, there are documented cases of people who suffer severe head injuries and normally become violent even when there was no prior history of violence. And yes, that 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 was another thing that we went over too with uh, uh, Andrea. I think BC me and said something about it, but uh, like uh, uh, two comedians. Uh, Roseanne Barr and uh, Sam Kinison. They both had accidents where they had brain injuries. Uh, Roseanne Barr was a little bit worse than Sam Kinison, I believe. I'm not really in sh uh, sure about that. I think Sam Kinison just had a concussion. But Roseanne, she literally was a grade-A student, high intelligent, and then she got hit by a vehicle, and she had to relearn all the stuff that she had forgotten. And she, uh, she has, like, violent outbursts and stuff like that. And so does, uh, I think, uh, Sam Kinison did, too. Of course, he also had substance abuse problem, too. But uh, he, he was a preacher. Uh, and then he had an accident when he was, uh, I, guess, I guess it evolved. At one point, he was a, uh, a preacher. And then he became a comedian, but he, uh, his brother even states in an interview, uh, I think it was in his biopic, that Sam was not the same after his head injury. And a lot of people aren't. Supposing uh, attendees agreed that there is no single, single identifacial, uh, and def, I def, I defend, Stephen Hawkins, help me out. I'm getting tired of that. Yeah. Identifiable. Identifiable. I had to figure out what the hell that was and how to pronounce it. Identifiable cause or factor that leads to the development of a serial killer. Rather, there are a multitude of factors that contribute to their development. And the most significant factor is the serial killer's personal decision to choose to pursue their crimes. Uh, there are several uh, additional observations made by the attendees regarding casual uh, predisposition to how can I say that word? I can't say that. I, uh, I can't even say the fucking word that I was trying to figure out. Uh, predisposition to serial killing, much like other uh, violent offenses, is biological, social, and psychological in nature and is not limited to any specific characteristic or trait. The development of a serial killer involves a combination of these factors, which exist together in a rare, uh, confucent in certain individuals. Ah, uh, confluence. I think it's confluence. Confluence. Yeah, confluence in certain individuals. They are have the appropriate biological uh, predisposition and mold by their psychological makeup, which presents a cri uh, critical time in their social development. There are no specific, uh, specific com uh, combinations of traits or characteristics uh, shown in differentiated serial killers from other violent offenders. There is no uh, generic template for a serial killer. Serial killers are driven by their own motives and reasons. Serial killers are not limited to any specific demographic group, such as their sex, age, race, or religion. Um, the majority of serial killers are sexually motivated uh, 
erodes violence during development. For them, violence and sexuality gratify, uh, sexual gratifications are uh, entwined in their psyche, which uh, I tried to describe earlier. Uh, more uh, research is needed to identify uh, pathways in development that produces serial killers. Uh, I, I think they did a, uh, a brain scan of a serial killer, and they uh, forget what it was exactly. Uh, let me see here. Yeah. There we go. Uh, how brains of murders look different. And this is coming from the University of Chicago. Uh, scientists study of brain, the brains of more than 100 prisoners were what here's what they found brain scans of in Carson and men revealed reduced gray matter in homicidal offenders. Gray matter, uh, reduced gray matter. Uh, yeah, I I should have did a little bit more research on this, but that's how. Uh, uh, gray matter is a type of tissue in your brain and spinal cords. Uh, central nervous system that plays a crucial role in allowing you to function normal day to day. I guess I didn't have that much. And from what this uh, photo is, is uh, I guess it's you know it could be. If I'm looking at this right, okay, there's gray matter and there's white matter uh, from looking at this photo. The gray matter is like, I'm, I'm guessing like uh, a cushion around the white matter. And that's what it's looking like to me. I, I could be totally wrong. I'm not a doctor or a neurosurgeon or neuro. I didn't, I didn't study brain stuff. We'll just go with that. But apparently they don't. Uh, they might have a thin, uh, more thin layer, which I guess that thin layer produces stuff to where it could stop compulsions to do harmful stuff and uh, more empathy on people. So there is that. Okay. Uh, uh. Psychopathy and uh, serial murders. Attendees at this uh, serial killer uh, symposium agreed that there is no generic profile of a serial killer. Killer, killer. <laughs> uh, serial killers uh, differ in many ways, including the motivation for killing. Yes, we know this. However, attendees did identify certain traits that common in some serial murders, including uh, murderers, including sensation and seeking and lack of remorse or guilt, impulsive, the need for control or predatory behavior. Uh, a, a lot of killers that I've going into this and learning about uh, serial killers. A lot of them uh, try to describe this of uh, they pretty much uh, uh, their motivations of themselves. We can't really, they would have to tell us what their uh, motivation is, but most of the time it's the control factor. A lot of like the toy box killer and the uh, BTK killer uh, 
they pretty much tortured their victims. They wanted that control factor, which what's really sad is deep diving in their lives. Is they had a pretty good life, but they ended up, you know, doing this on the side. Well, the toy box killer was a fucking crackpot, but uh, BTK killer, on the other hand, he pretty much did it as a compulsion for his sexual uh, desires. So uh, he, he wanted to uh, inflict harm on others, and sometimes he wanted people to inflict harm on him. He would, uh, there's a way of going around it, because I'm not going to kink shame on this. A lot of people that are uh, have, uh, they like to be uh, physically abused, I'll say it that way, uh, physically abused uh, to... They want to be physical abused and have satisfaction in their uh, sexual arena. We'll, we'll do it that way. I'm trying to be freaking cleaner, but if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, uh, psychopathic uh, is a personal disorder manifest in people that are a mixture of charm, manipulation, intimidation, and occasionally violence to control others in order to satisfy their own selfish needs. Although the concept of uh, a psychopath has been known for centuries, Dr. Robert Hare led a modern research effort to develop a series of assessment tools to evaluate the personal traits and behaviors of the attributes of a psychopath. Uh, Dr. Hare and his associates developed a psychopath checklist re, uh, revised. And it's a uh, difference with uh, which provides a cl uh, clinical assessment of the degree of psychopathy, uh, psychopath and individual processes. Uh, these instruments measures the discrete cluster of personal traits and social uh, deviant behaviors of the individual, which fall into four factors, uh, interpersonal, affecting lifestyle, and antisocial. Uh the in a, uh, interpersonal traits uh, includes uh, superficial charm. I'm trying to get Gilbertness, glibness, glibness. What the fuck is glibness? That I'm, I'm, I'm. I'll, I'll look up the words to help you guys out. There's a. I just want to know the definition of quality. Okay, glibness is a noun. The quality of being easily uh, fluent, especially in ways that is tough and superficial or insincere. There is a certain glibness that comes with trying to uh, package big, complex ideas and distill them into very cumbersome chunks. Or I could just go with the D and D term. I'm 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 actually uh, I'm uh, compared. That's not helping. Okay. 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 Uh, 
Gibbleness makes every everything you say appear to be truthful. Okay, they can lie really good. God damn it, that was a horrible. Yeah, I cussed. Fuck it. Gibbleness is how you can lie to people. Fucking hell. Uh, superficial charm, and I had to look at fucking D and D shit just to figure out that fucking word. That's how unreliable some definitions are. You have to nerd it down to me. Uh, a ground loose sense of self-worth, pathological lying and manipulation of others, a, a feeling of trade, including a lack of remorse or guilt, swallowing of uh, effect and a lack of empathy and the failure to accept responsibility. The lifestyle behaviors, including uh, stipulation, seek behavior, impulsiveness, irresponsibility, uh, parasitic. Uh, orientation, lack of realistic life goals. Huh. Yeah, a couple of those I have. <laughs> uh, the 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 lack of realistic life goals. But I I actually have realistic life goals. Uh, I wish. Uh, but ever everybody has that. You know, I wish I had this in my life. Right? If I had the money, I would. Sometimes you lie. You people lie to themselves, and sometimes they just like work to make that lie true. Anyways, because I know a lot of people like that too. But anyways, uh, the antisocial behavior includes poor uh, behavioral controls, uh, early childhood per, uh, behavior problems, juvenile delinquency, uh, revelation of conditional release, and criminal variation, the versatility. Criminal versatility, the combination of these individuals' personal traits, uh, interpersonal styles, and societal uh, deviant styles are the framework of uh, psychopaths and can manifest themselves definitely in individual psychopaths. And go into other stuff. Uh, that's just the definition of psychopaths. They really didn't def uh, do a definition of. Uh, a psycho, uh, psychopath, which psychopath, if I remember correctly, uh, they have to mimic their emotions. They have no emotions at all. Uh, they're, uh, they're incapable of making emotional, uh, calls. And a lot of the times they've, uh, they have to mimic it. Uh, uh, over the past 20 years, law enforcement and experts from a number of various disciplines, have attempted to uh, identify specific motivations of serial murderers and to apply those motivations to uh, to different the uh, typology. That's how it's pronounced. Developed for <laughs> classification, uh, classifying mur uh, serial murders. These range from simple, uh, definite models to complex, uh, multiple categories, uh, theologies that are uh, laden with inclusion requirements. Most theologies are too cumbersome to utilize by law enforcement during an, an act, uh, active serial uh, murder investigation, and they may not be helpful in identifying an offender. And um, and in the symposium, they discussed the issues surrounding motiva uh, motivation and the use of uh, typology to categorize. What is typology? They probably said it. What the definition is, but they're using a lot of big words that I don't know. So I'm trying to figure it out. 
Uh, definition uh, classification according to general type, especially archaeological, psychological, or social science. Uh, the time period of the sex. Oh, God damn it. That's a fucking. <sighs> that was another big word that it could use something different. Uh, typologies. <laughs> Yeah, to categorize various types of serial murders of them from motivations and the investigate. I'm I'm depressed now that I couldn't. They 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 they're speaking in high terms. That that's how bad it is. <laughs> Investigation of a crime in a stemper procedure for laws for typically motivation uh, provides police with the means to narrow the possible suspect pool. Uh, the same. Logical steps are taken when investigating homicide cases, as most homicides are committed by the, uh, someone that the victim knows. Uh, police focus on the relationship cl uh, closest to the victim. This is a uh, successful strategy for most murder investigations. The majority of the serial murders, however, are not uh, acquainted with or involved the conscious relationship with their victims. Uh, what they're trying to get at on that one. Uh, Yes, uh, a lot of the victims uh, n know their killers in, in a way. Uh, like, now there are people out there that just go out and just start killing. This is what the serial killer is. That's the reason why serial killers are hard to uh, identify and find because they don't even know their victim. Uh, most of the time, they haven't even been seen around their victim. So uh, they can't really uh, put in a definition of, or uh, yeah, uh, put in a definition of uh, find out their killers because their killers isn't in their killer uh, the victim circle, which happens. Uh, it happens a lot. Like uh, you heard it, it's hard to kill, uh, find the uh, a uh, bad robbery case because most of the time the the robber doesn't even know the victim. Uh, now, if you're going into the dramatization of uh, uh, what you call it, uh, uh, movies and TV, uh, most of the time the robbery was a cause to hide the true murderer's uh, identity. Uh, they basically make it look like a robbery gone wrong, so they just look at it and they say, "Oh, murder gone, uh, robbery gone wrong." Uh, we're probably never going to find this guy. We'll still investigate, take fingerprints and everything like that. Uh, but in all reality, uh, most of the time the killer and, and some of them is just accident murders, but the, the serial killers on the other hand, they are more or less, uh, going after their type. Once they figure out their type and, uh, and that's something uh, like just, they kill prostitutes. Uh, they go around. Uh, they try stings with prostitutes. I mean, the... Uh, what was it? The uh, Ozarka. Uh, I just did him like two weekends ago. Uh, his MO was killing uh, women and prostitutes that were on the train. Uh, one, it was a murder of convenience. And two, it was pretty much... Uh, um, he also just killed prostitutes. And a lot of the they'll kill prostitutes 
because they don't think that the the prostitutes are uh I'm trying to say the nicest way you could possibly say this but most people don't think prostitutes are you know human beings uh and which is sad they're still human beings I'm not going for a prostitution or against prostitution I'm just saying a human being is a human being uh so Serial crime, uh, serial murderers' crime scenes can have bizarre features that may cloud the identification of a motive. Uh, the behavior of serial murder uh, at a crime scene may involve uh, throughout the series of crimes and manifest different indications uh, between the offender and the victim. It is also extremely diff uh, difficult to identify. identify a single motivation when there is uh, more than one offender involved in this series, like the uh, Reaper crew, which was still disgusting. But thank you, Toby, for that one. Uh, the, the attendees and symposium made the following observation. Uh, motives generally have... Uh, sorry, I ate before I did this, and now it's coming up. And gas. Uh, motive generally may, may be difficult uh, be difficult to determine the serial investigation. A serial murderer may uh, have multiple uh, motives for committing the, his crimes. A serial motive, uh, murderer motives may involve both within a single murderer as well throughout the murder series. Uh, the classification of uh, motivation sh uh, should be limited to, to observe behavior at the crime scene. Even if the motive can be identified, it may uh, not be helpful to in identifying the serial murderer. Uh, utilizing uh, investigation resources to discre uh, discrete the motive uh, intended identifying the offender may derail the investigation. Investigations should not uh, necessarily equate the a serial murderer motivations with uh, level of injury. Uh, regarding the motives of mystery, uh, murderers commit their crimes because they want to. Uh, the expectation of they uh, this would be those few killers suffer from severe mental illness. And yes, some of them do uh, suffer. Well, actually, all of them suffer from mental illness. It's just the degree of how they can hide in society and not. Ted Bundy did it very well for a while, and the only reason why he got caught is because he got uh, a bad head headlight. <laughs> and he still had the body in the back end. He would have actually kept on killing if he didn't get pulled over that night. Anger is a motivation which an offender displays rage and hostility towards a certain subgroup, a population, or within society as a whole. Criminal enterprise is a motivation in which the offender benefits from in status and monetary compensation by committing murders that is drugs, gangs, or organized crime related. Uh, the Iceman. Uh, who is he? Uh, there was... One, I think I went over that he ended up robbing people and then killing them. Uh, um, the Black Widow, you know, crimes is Black Widow, what they call is uh, women killing uh, men to gain their uh, welfare or <clears throat> what do you call it? Uh, just they, they marry them and then they kill them and get all their uh, property and valuables that way. 
the ideology is a motivation uh, to commit murders in uh, order to further their goals and ideas of a specific individual or group. Uh, examples of these include terrorist groups or an individual, uh, individual who attacks a uh, specific racial, gender, or ethnic group. Power or thrill is a motivation in which the offender feels empowered or is excited when the killings, uh, killing his victims. And, and also the disgrace of uh, his victims, too. How he physically mutilates them, uh, mutilates them into humiliating them, I guess would be the word. Uh, psychosis is, uh, I went too far. Psychosis <laughs> in, in a situation in which the offender is suffering from a, a severe mental illness and is killing because of that illness. This may include authority or visual hallucinations or paranoia, uh, grandioso or bizarre delusions. Uh, I mean, the anthill crew is probably your biggest bet. Uh, he ended up going. Wacko, wacko, crazy, and started uh, mutilating, punishing his followers so they can they would stay with him. And he ended up killing a couple of people and killing a kid and mutilating a couple of their bodies. Uh, it's the same thing with uh, uh, cults. Uh, I mean, what was it? The uh, God, the real Buffalo Bill. <clears throat> And we went over them too. That's the same same thing. Uh, an investigation issues and best practices. Uh, attendees at this symposium identify uh, successful investigation practices for solving serial murder cases. These factors can uh, central to the decision. Identify uh, and define it. Identification of a serial murder series, uh, leadership, task force organization, resource augmentation, communication, data management, and uh, uh, analytical tools, medical examiners and coroners, administrative issues. Um, it's just uh, program stuff. Now, I read I read over this, and, and it's also training and officers associate programs. Uh, reason why I say this. Uh, and the reason why I bring up the uh, Austin killer, uh, serial killer, is because uh, one of my uh, cop friends, or he works in the sheriff's department, and uh, he was he he told me about the uh, serial killer in Austin. But the thing is. Is I was reading the articles once he told me he's like no 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 it's a real serial killer we looked at all the evidence and everything like that and they're trying to get the FBI involved well and this is so uh this is so Hollywood that the uh, police department and the sheriff's department both agreed that this wasn't a serial killer and they didn't want the help of the FBI. Which, I don't know what goes on and the reason why you wouldn't want help from another uh, division to see, you know, take a take an out-of-place look and see if they can find anything. Uh, sometimes you need a, an extra set of eyes on stuff. 
It's always the case. I, I do it up at work all the time. Uh, I, I, I think I see something. I go up, I talk to somebody else, and they tell me. It's like, no, it's not there. Okay. It's not that I have hallucinations. It's just sometimes uh, the stuff that I work on have a have a weird wave to it. And sometimes I'm right and sometimes I'm wrong. But failing that, they all the, all the articles I was reading at the time that uh, he told me this stuff. They they went on the uh, offensive and said that they don't have a serial killer. Well, they could have saved a couple of more people, and even uh, Auschwitz, the Nazis, the propaganda machine at that time. Stopped everything saying that they had a serial killer. But uh, they they didn't. So they they let the killings happen and they, oh, we can do it ourselves type deal. Uh, now this is just uh, risk assessment, uh, stuff that they do. You can read about it. Let me see here if there's anything else on here. <coughs> it's more or less uh, trying to get everybody to work together. Uh, okay, here we go. Forensic issues in murder uh, serial killer cases, the forensic science have played a key role in criminal investigation for years. Uh, recently, there has been increased attendance on forensic science by law enforcement, prosecutors, and general public, uh, particularly in high-profile cases, intent media covers, uh, conserved evidence issues, and the work of crime. Laboratories have served in uh, to heighten this interest. Basically, CSI TV show. Everybody's now ever since that show. I've actually talked to some of the investigators since that show. They <laughs> there's there's some investigators who was like, "Oh, I got an idea. I saw it in this episode of CSI." So <laughs> I've I've actually talked to a CSI, and they did that in front of me while I was uh, helping out uh, some law enforcement, and I fucking flipped i was like are you fucking kidding me your, your whole assessment's going off a fucking tv show and they're like yeah don't fucking and, and this is when i was working as correctional officer no i have never been in technically correctional officer is kind of a type of law enforcement but i'm never i know i'm not, not a law enforcement personnel but it was just funny that this guy was like, I see this on CSI. You got to do X, Y, Z. I was like, dude, he literally see, I seen him bash the coffee pot into his head. Well, the evidence said, I was like, dude, he, he just wants to move from this cell. And he doesn't want to be with this Ellie. How do you, how do you know that? Cause he fucking told me. And I told him, it's like, hey, listen, I got a new account, but don't make it too bad to where I had to throw up. I knew it was going to happen. It, it, could I have done anything? I'm like, no. If I can't do anything, I'll let them know. It's like, I can't do anything, but if you're willing to take a couple of, uh, take a cut a little bit, I'll see what I can do. 
It's nothing against me. Uh, certain certain things you can't uh, like switching an inmate because they feel uncomfortable or unsafe. You can do that, but they they literally told me. I told him, I was like, do you feel unsafe? No, I don't feel unsafe. I was like, you're, you're not getting at what I'm trying to say. If you feel unsafe, I have to move you. But I don't feel unsafe. I was like, okay. And I walked on. And then there was a pot bashed into one of the inmates' head. And he had a little cut on his face. Then they get figured it out. Okay. Anyways, the field of forensics. Uh, D. Oh, DNA. Uh, th- I didn't know that was the actual word. I knew it was something acid. I just didn't know what it was. Stephen Hawking, something out. Deoxyribonucleic acid. I'm not going to repeat that. I'm just going to say DNA. But now you know the word for DNA. Because I can't, pr- I can, I can pronounce acid. I'm that good. Uh, analyzing legislation allowed DNA testing on a broad number of offenders has made some of the more remarkable advances in DNA testing now uh, allow much uh, smaller samples of biological material uh, to be analyzed and the result to be uh, more uh, discriminalizing. Yeah, since DNA uh, evidence, there's a lot of cases that go through and uh, they prosecute the... uh, the victim or or not, not prosecute the victim fuck the the murderer because they found like dna and underneath their fingertail uh fingernails but in all reality a lot of this stuff just because you have dna evidence doesn't mean cause she could have scratched a guy going down the road uh and she smacked a guy got DNA underneath his uh, fingertips, uh, under her fingertips, or his fingertips, or whoever's fingertips. DNA got in underneath there because they the victim slapped somebody. They go in, they talk to the guy who's like, hey, we have your DNA on file. We uh, have your... We found out that uh, it was underneath the fin- uh, fingernails. We obviously see a scratch. We think you did it. Well, I was at such and such. I have this, 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 this. And there's video evidence. Nowadays, because of CCTV, uh, it's a lot easier to verify where a person is. Yes, it is a violation of personal space. And always keep that. In mine, but sometimes you have good benefits and sometimes you have bad benefits. Uh, yes, I read 1984, which uh, having a person being videotaped constantly, which technically we are now. It's sad how much freedom we give up for uh, security, but you know, changing times. I'm not going to go against it. I'm just saying my thoughts and opinion on uh video surveillance but it's a good thing that i i i see the cons and i see the uh the pros and the cons on those on uh cctv and uh videotaping everything you find a uh if a person is innocent or not because he was at a certain location 
And they caught him on the ATM at XYZ time frame. So, uh, but, you know, still DNA evidence uh, can help you out find, uh, close up the gap in, in suspects. If you don't have an alibi and everything, you're kind of screwed. Uh, but uh, not going against any kind of uh, incidents or anything. Uh, but it's basically uh, talking about forensic evidence, uh, media issues. This is another uh, thing I wanted to address on this. Uh, serial murder cases are inherently tr uh, newsworthy. Some investigations last for years. Many attract attention because of their uh, type of victims involved. And in other, the serial killers uh, themselves are media attractive. Uh, media attraction is an exhibition uh, by the insatiable demands of 24-hour news day. Uh, the consensus news uh, intention on investigation inevitably results in conflict and with law enforcement. Yes. The biggest one. Oh, God. What was that? Let me. There was, there was one case that the guy ended up suing the news. Well, there's a couple of suits because of the news. Uh, but, uh, uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. but it was, a, it was a good movie. Of course, I also had the guy that played serial killer in, uh, Black Mirror. No, it wasn't Black Mirror. Black, Blackbird, I think it was. Something to that extent. Uh, let's see here. I know you directed it. Wow. He, okay. Now, those are movies that he, he does. There we go. Richard Jewell. I don't uh, I don't know if we've actually gone over him yet. But Richard Jewell, uh Jewell, God, where are you? What? Oh, he was on credit. He did fucking man, that man is everywhere. He apparently he was a pro, uh, producer or he was an actor uncredited in Casper. No, 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 no. Okay, there we go. He produced a, couple, a lot of movies too, movies. But Richard Jewell, which the guy that played him was also in, oh, man, Paul Walter Holzer, which is kind of funny. <clears throat> Because if you look at this guy, he was in, uh, what was it? Uh, Blackbird. Yeah, that was the TV series Blackbird where he's a serial killer. And he looks almost dead ringer as the guy. He also played uh, Stingray in Cobra Kai, which is kind of funny. But he he's, he's played some weird roles. But, uh, sorry, 
um, media on this. Uh, they basically, uh, basically, um, accused Richard Jewell of the, he was a America's security guard that was, and he looks dead ringer for the actual uh, actor that played him or the, (laughs) he looks exact. They picked the, uh, the right person, uh, Paul, uh, Walter Holzer to play this guy. He's a dead ringer for the guy. Uh, but uh, this guy, uh, Richard Jewell, uh, saved a bunch of people at, I believe, the uh, 96 Summer Olympics in Atlanta, Georgia. Now, after he did this, uh, someone in the media uh pointed the fingers to him that he was it's basically some of the stuff is uh the hero turned to a villain because uh he alerted the police and police department about the bomb uh they suspected uh what's sad is is whenever you're in a case they suspect everybody that's uh around that just in case they they ask questions they don't make they make sure that you know uh, the person that found it doesn't have a hero complex. He wanted to be a hero so bad that he caused a problem to actually uh, made him out to be a hero. Now, he he was investigated. He was uh, charged, but he was uh, turned innocent. The uh, big factor of, uh, and I'm, I'm getting to it eventually, the big factor of what, happened and made him uh, turn him to a villain was actually the media uh actually i did go over this guy because it was the uh atlanta uh bureau that went over him or atlanta god damn can't remember the newspaper it was some atlanta uh newspaper one of the and he sued eventually and got his money uh but Many uh, can stop the inve- uh, mess up the investigation sometimes, uh, but we'll go into what the FBI thinks. Uh, often, the relationship between law enforcement and media is not a close one. In some law enforcement agencies, there is a long history of distrust and resentment un- underpinned uh, these relationships from the law enforcement perspective. The media published unauthorized information uh, from the investigation hypothesis and investigation processes like Richard Jules uh, and used uh, talking heads to critique the investigation efforts. Uh, basically, they give them their opinions. That's what the talking head is, I believe. Well, they wanted to use a big word that they use a lot and no one else uses it they use opinions uh apparently it was a rock band definition there we go uh reporter definitely who addresses a camera and views in close-up party elected broadcasting system oh what the fuck uh, it's an opinion. The, the definition is 
uh, an opinion. We're just going to go with that. Talking head is the camera's faced up. If I if I look deadly into the camera and show everybody if you're actually looking at this on YouTube or if you're just listening, I'm looking dead into the camera. Uh, and this is my opinion on this whole finasco. But that's called talking head. I figured as much. I, I just didn't know it is a broader term for that. From the uh, media standpoint, law enforcement withholds too much information and does not commit communicate aquatically with the media, which I hate to tell you this right now. There's a reason why a lot of the times we don't get the full information. Sometimes they're still investigating it and they don't want an innocent person going to jail. But... If that's why they use the terms uh, like if I was a suspect, uh, David Differman is a suspect in XYZ murders, but he is not until the judge hits the gavel. If there's enough evidence to convict me, the judge convinced me and I was the person that did it until the judge hits that hammer. I'm still innocent. It's called the uh, opinion, uh, opinion of social, uh, media, not media quarter, uh, public opinion. It was a term in Spider-Man, uh, no way home. Yeah. So, excuse me, but I, I knew the term for a long, long way. It's basically, like, uh, I know I'm going to get fucking bad comments, but this is the definition I'm trying to give to you guys. Like Justine uh, Walters, the person that was connected with uh, Jeffrey Epstein. If, now she's been committed of the crimes and everything, so we can say that she's a piece of shit. Now, if she was a person that is a person of interest in these crimes and found out that, that she did not have anything to do with this stuff, she did not know anything was happening, and that's, that's how, how things are. She's innocent. But some guy in Maryland still thinks that she's uh, the, the, the officers didn't do their job. Well, that's a public opinion court. He goes on social media, rants, finds other like-minded people that believe that she is the cause of this horrible crime, which she was. She, everybody was right. But <laughs> it's one of those things that, or, or okay, okay. The be better one is OJ, OJ Simpson. Everybody knows that he killed his wife, but... The courts find him innocent. Everybody knows. I mean, he wrote a book, If I Did It. And, oh my God, you got to read that book. It's fucking hilarious. But that's where the media and uh, law enforcement go head to head. Because they really can't divulge a lot of the evidence for the case. Because they're still coming up. They got to find, like... Like I said, uh, they could find DNA underneath the person's nails, but found out that uh, he was helping an orphanage. Uh, 
the entire time. And they have video evidence. They have corroborative stories of alibis of him being at, uh, at that place all day and night because he stayed overnight to help because one of the kids, he, 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 the kid was so scared of, because his family was, uh, degenerates and, uh, beat the shit out of the kid. So the guy stayed with the kid to calm him down and eventually moved away from him. But they didn't get that in the, uh, the uh, people, people didn't find that out. Law found that out. That's the reason why they pushed him aside. It's like, hey, we have evidence that says he wasn't even in the same state. So, but because, like, I mean, right now with Trump, people are like, oh, he. There's certain people that are saying that he's guilty, and certain people that are saying he's innocent. And looking at some of the data, he actually could be guilty of a couple of crimes. Could be if they follow up with, and some of them they actually are following up. Uh, and you would have to look at that stuff. I it'd just give you my opinion uh, because of the evidence that I looked up. Uh, my opinion is my opinion. I'm not forcing my opinion on other people. He, he, a lot of presidents do some really weird shit when they're in office, and they have a right idea. Everybody that's any kind of uh, authoritarian uh, law type stuff. They have an opinion what they're doing is right. Even though some of it, some of the time is wrong. Like forcing people to get a vaccine. It's wrong. Uh, could it stop everything? No. We fucking found out just recently that all the shit that we were saying, hey, maybe we shouldn't do this. We shouldn't have fucking done. Uh but we're just going off serial killers right now. I'm. I have another podcast to talk about that stuff, and we'll talk about that stuff in that podcast. Uh, dates to uh, come up. Uh, but they also could cause uh, vigilantes uh, to go out and uh, try to. And back in Cowboys' days, they needed vigilantes, but now they don't. But they actually could. Uh, kill somebody new that was innocent uh, by hyping up the uh, killer to the point to where someone goes out and kills him. But, yeah, that's pretty much it on that. Uh, epilogue. Uh, we would once again like to recognize the individuals who it's in. Okay, yeah, that's, that's the end of it. Uh but it's going up. I wonder when they do these things. I actually want to attend one of these just out of curiosity. Uh, just a deep dive to get more knowledge on serial killers. I wonder when, they, when do they have symposiums? Trying to look and see uh, what we investigate, terrorism. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> they got an FBI Twitter. I understand they have a Twitter account. Well, what's this Dottie thing? Uh, Flickr. What the fuck is Flickr? Um, 
What's IN? LinkedIn. Okay. I have a YouTube page. <laughs> they have a YouTube page. They have a Facebook page. They got a Twitter. But, you know. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's pretty much it on uh, what the FBI thinks serial killers is. If you got any good information on this, out of this that I was talking about, uh, if you want to deep dive more into it, just go in the comments, comment me, you know, uh, give you my opinion. That's, that's all I'm going to get. I'm going to give you an opinion of how I would do things and everything like that. Should they be done? No, probably not. I have some really stupid sh ideas. Really stupid. But anyways, love you guys. Talk to you later. Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. Goodbye.